honestly, like Chapel Hill has kind of been a saving grace the past month. Just like come up here and like, when I mean, I've got these goons to hang out with, and then I've got Montana and her roommate to hang out with too. Um, it's been a good time, and the weather's been beautiful. So that's been so nice in North Carolina. It's so nice, dude. This it's weekend's like, supposed to be like 85 and sunny too. I know. What a what a weekend to graduate, huh? We're in a perfect graduation weekend. <laughs> 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 what a kid, uh, if only. All right, so that's our segment where Mike and I just catch up for the week, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> anyways, what's next, lasagna? Sure. No, I was actually – um. so, like, first of all, there's actually a couple layers to this. Um, first, I forgot to fill out the form for, like, the uh, address for them to send our cap and gowns. Because we're not yeah, going to receive them. So yeah. we got sent to um, Pittsburgh. Okay. So I do not have a cap and gown. I don't have mine either, so that's fine. There we go. And then also, uh, two days ago, um, I was hooking up this gas uh, CO2 canister to um, my kegerator, which my dad got me for graduation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it fell off a table and landed on my big toe and like I'm listening. <laughs> Shit, this is being recorded, isn't it? <laughs> Anywho, it definitely like really hurt if not broke my big toe. It's all broken. So, so you're gonna lose a nail? No, it actually didn't hit the nail. It's just like the the um but anyway, it's kind of a blessing in disguise because if that had happened and I had to walk across the stage in two days to get my diploma, I would have been limping and that would have been no fun. So Yeah. I've got a boot if you need it. I got um, a boot. It's like it's like a shoe you wear. No, it's fine. I don't think it's broken. I've broken a lot of toes, buddy. How? I don't understand how, like... I've actually only broken my right foot pinky toe. But I've broken it three times. <laughs> Just, like, kicking shit? I don't... So the first time I broke my pinky toe, I was playing ping pong by myself, because I have so many friends. <laughs> and I was hitting the... Instead of, like, putting up half of our ping pong table so I could hit it like a fucking backboard... I left it down and I was hitting it and running to the other side and hitting it. <laughs> and when I was doing that, there's we have a we had a couch. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I don't want to just gloss over the fact that you were playing ping pong with yourself. Like against the wall is fine. That's normal. <laughs> but like running back and forth, what's even the point? That's more cardio than it is like ping pong practice. Yeah, this is like this is like elementary school mike trying to get a workout you know <laughs> that's so I, was, I was hitting that shit and running back and forth and we had a couch in our playroom and like i basically caught i was always running around the right side of the table well i guess the side of the table doesn't matter because it would switch based on which side you're running from but on one side of the table there's a fucking couch and i caught my pinky toe in the corner on like one of the legs and just snapped it out to the side uh, so it's like uh, i'm dead ass my pinky toe was at a 90 degree angle from like my uh, other ones 
Uh, I just like sat at the top of the stairs and like, she was like, mom. <laughs> like, she came upstairs and was like, oh my God. <laughs> so we went to the doctor and they like put a metal bar between my pinky toe and the next toe, the ring toe, I guess. And they broke my toe back over it. Um, but they didn't push it far enough. So when it healed, it healed, but it was still askew like this. So it was still uh-huh. popped out. So I caught it like after a month after I had healed it, I fucking caught it again. And it fucking snapped back out to the side. So my mom and I just like pushed it back ourselves and then taped it to my other foot. Um, but we still didn't put it close enough. So then I caught it again, like four months later and broke it back out to the side. I think you'd learn the first time. I know. So now my pinky toe is all sorts of messed up. It's like chunky and everything, but it's fine. I mean, if ever there was a bone to break on your body. That's the one, man. Yeah. I broke my collarbone. That was not fun. That would suck. Tore some soft tissue in my foot. That wasn't fun. I tore my calf muscle. That wasn't fun. You've never really had a bad injury. I've had all sorts of them. There was one time my brother... We were at the top of our staircase in our old house, and he was like, dude, I was like, what's up? He was like, dude, like, I'm going to hold this rope that's tied to a dump truck, like, from the top of the balcony, and you should swing off of it. And I was like, dude, that sounds awesome. So he's standing at the top of the balcony holding this rope, and I, like, held onto this fucking trash, this dumpster, this dump truck. The rope was tied to, and I just jumped off the top of the fucking step. And it's like 10 to 12 steps down. And, of course, he let go of the fucking rope. And so I just land face first into this wall. Like I, I hit this wall so hard with my head that my neck got sprained, and I sprained my uh. neck completely sideways. So I couldn't move my neck. And my, my, my chin was literally over my shoulder, and I was stuck. I was stuck like that. So my mom would have to feed me and shit. Like, I would be sitting there with my neck sideways. <laughs> and she'd be, like, trying to feed me stuff because I couldn't feed myself. Why couldn't you feed yourself? You can still get food and, like... Because it's nice to have your mom feed you, you know? Like, Just put the I'll... plate a little bit more to where you look at it. Your I arm guess. can go that way. I mean, I guess, you know, I guess. <laughs> I just remember like sitting at the dinner table and my mom was like feeding me. <laughs> God, it yeah. sounds like you almost broke your neck and died. Pretty much. There was one time there was one time we were playing a drinking game. Um and one aspect of, uh, I was with my cousins, and one aspect of the drinking game is you have to run around the house as fast as you can. Uh, and you're racing uh, someone from the other team. So, like, it involves going, like, upstairs and then around the upstairs and then down another set of stairs. Mm-hmm. And when I was running down the other set of stairs, I just, like, wiped out from the top and went all the way down. <laughs> and, like, fully tumbled down the entire flight of stairs and, like, could have sworn that I tore my ACL and was, like, limping for the rest of the night because it hurt so bad. But we were playing this game and it was really intense and I was into it and I was drunk. So we finished the game anyway and went to bed. And then when I woke up the next morning, I fully expected my knee to just be like 
completely fucked up and it was totally fine. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing how sleep helps, you know? Yeah, crazy. Crazy. Why do we sleep? I don't know, but I've been sleeping a lot. Yeah. I sleep like nine and a half hours a night. Yeah, I sleep at least 10. Because I go to bed at like 5 a.m. and I wake up at 5 p.m. <laughs> I'm sure. dead ass, dude. It's really bad. I don't understand what you can do till 5 a.m. I guess I for me. Let's play video games with my friends. Mm. Sure. For me, I start drinking like around 7 every night. And by the time you get to 1 or 2, you've like had enough to drink where you're like tired and you want to fall asleep. Yeah, I don't drink like that, so. Mm-hmm. I just play video games with my friends. It's a good time. Oh my God, and they just brought back this one mode called Ultra Rapid Fire. Ooh, daddy. You think I'm going to be going to bed before the sun comes up? You wrong, buddy. <laughs> and school's over, bro. Are you kidding me? <laughs> There ain't no way. Glad to know we're yeah. making the most out of it. I didn't get a fucking A in one of my classes, dude. I got a C in one of mine, so. I'm fucking pissed, dude. Because they get a fucking magnet, you got to get 375, and I got 37478. Just pass, didn't you, couldn't you just pass fail one? That's with all the pass fails. Oh, that sucks. It sucks. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's really not. I really don't care. I'm okay with that GPA. <laughs> I, goddamn good. I really shouldn't be complaining at all. <laughs> but no, it's still... like to miss it by like a little bit though. Oh, it sucks, dude. I seen one A this semester. I turn into a lazy schmuck that stays up till 6 a.m. I'll get you. I'll get you, man. It's okay. What was I gonna talk about? Mm. Lasagna. No, there's something like two seconds ago. I don't know. I don't know either. It's okay. Hey, what are some more four-person drinking game, five-person drinking games? Uh, you could play. There's any number of ones that like go around in a circle. Um, like uh, you could play Thumper, which is really fun. Okay. So Thumper, you go. So you're sitting around at a table. And Jack, 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 Jack. Before you continue, like, I just want to say, some people are good at explaining things. Uh huh. Some people are terrible at explaining things. Uh huh. I just want to say, I think you're good at explaining things. Thank you, because I, I, I think, huh? I'm planning on being a teacher, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> if you like, said I'd like to say that, things, I would have had to rethink my entire life. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to say I'm good at explaining things too. Oh, you're excellent at explaining things. But like, some people that are bad at explaining things, you know, it's like, like, someone the other night was trying to teach a game I had taught them, like Snappa. Someone I had taught somebody Snappa, and they played it a bunch of times, and they were trying to teach someone else. And just the way they were going about teaching it, it's just like. It's like slow down, buddy. Like, yeah. Give the objectives, then start to slowly integrate rules, and then yeah. Anyways, go ahead. I I just want to say I, I appreciate your ability to explain things. 
I appreciate your ability to explain things because it makes it, when I explain things to you and you understand it, then you can explain it to other, or you help me explain it to other people and it's very helpful. It's like yeah. bringing a game like sound football to our friends or relay. I've tried to do that before with only me knowing how to play and it doesn't work. But having a lot there with people that understand. Yes, exactly. much easier. To be, like, be like excited about the game and shit, yeah. All right, anyways, continue. Thumper. Thumper is a simple game. Basically, um, the objective, it's, it's a similar thing where you're like passing from one person to another person, kind of like an imaginary ball, except everyone has their own, you make up your own like motion. You might have played a game like this before. So like your motion could be like, blah, and yeah. you basically have a rhythm that you're going to. So mm -hmm. like if your thing is blah, blah, blah and my thing is like, blah. yeah. Um, this is not translating well over audio, but I'm like blah, blah, blah and woo. Yeah, blah, blah, and woo. So like, there'd be a rhythm like. Yeah, and then it's like it's my turn, yeah. and then you do boo, and yeah. then it goes to the boo person, and then they got the boo has to pass it yeah. to the boo. And if you fuck up, you have to drink. So. And you can get faster as you go. Yeah. But the best part about the game is the way every round starts off. Um, I guess whoever's turn it is to start, like, so whoever fucked up last. Um, everyone does a drum roll on the table. And you yell at the top of your lungs. You go, what's the name of the game? And everyone yells, Thumper! And then you yell, and why do we play? And everyone yells, to get fucked up! And you go straight into the rhythm. <laughs> yeah, and then you start playing again. Oh, yeah. It's super okay. fun. Great. I'm going to introduce that to them downstairs because yeah. they, they've been playing a fuck ton of silent football. They've been playing a fuck ton of... I don't remember what else. They've been spilling some wine? No, they haven't really been spilling wine. Um, but that's a good one. Do you have any other ones? Um, other ones that are just like, I mean, there's always like Ride the Bus or King's Cup or like, yeah, we were playing that, that are Ring of Fire, yeah. Um, okay. and then Chandelier is a good one. Do you play Chandelier with us in, um, yeah, for sure. That's a fun game, yeah. How many balls do you have going again? Uh, I think it depends however many you want. I think that one works better with more people, kind of like a slap cup or a flip cup. But Yeah, we've got five here. Yeah, We've been playing, you know, the mind. You and I have never played the mind together. We should totally uh, play the mind. I think you've been talking about that to me for a while. I definitely have. We just played it with five people, and it's really fucking hard with five people. It's so fun. When I come and visit you, I'm going to bring the mind. Do it, bro. We need some visitors. Yeah, I know. You've been lonely up there. Um, did you read the article that they wrote about us? Yeah, you need to fucking respond to her, dude. I'll respond to her. I didn't... Yeah, she, I'll respond to her. She needs us both to respond. Yeah, I read that. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's concise, but it gets the point across. Yeah. If you're listening... um. I don't know if we brought this up last time. Maybe. But Mike yeah. and I got selected 
as a pair of best friends to be written about in Ableton's <laughs> Let's go. Class of 20. Yeah, we won. I mean, we, we can stop being friends. <laughs> We're top 10, baby. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to be friends anymore. We kind of accomplished <laughs> we set out. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. It'd be funny if we just ended the podcast. Actually, kind of cool. She wrote about our friendship. Talked about how we enjoy doing nothing together. Yeah, which is pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. You did a pretty good job. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I'm trying to think. The, the one thing, the only thing that I've read and was like, eh, was whenever we argue about the bottle cap, she said whether it's red or burnt orange. And I'm like, you kind of have to take the word burnt out. It's, that's yeah, that's really what funny. I'm thinking too. Take it out, take it out, take it out. I thought the same thing. When you email her back, tell her it's not a red or burnt orange thing because burnt orange and red are pretty fucking different. <laughs> like it's, it's an orange versus red thing. It's orange versus red. There's no, like if it's burnt orange, then it's orange, you know? Yeah. It's not a, it's not a burnt orange type of fucking argument. It's like no. a red versus slightly more orange than red argument. <laughs> it's like a red orange type of versus argument. Versus red. It's not, yeah, it's a red, orange, red. No, it's like an orange, red versus red, orange type of mm-hmm. argument. Not a, not a red versus burnt orange type yeah. of argument. Like, I know what burnt orange looks like, and that's not fucking burnt orange. Definitely not fucking burnt. We should have <laughs> her a picture of the, of the bottle cap, and then show her a picture of burnt orange. Like, bitch, where did you <laughs> burnt orange come from? What, what about this makes you think this is burnt orange? <laughs> Like, there's no argument between red and burnt orange. What the fuck? Uh, it'd be so funny if I wrote, like, a really aggressive response email back to her. Like, hey, great, great email, or great article, except. <laughs> Tell me how this looks like this. Where did you get fucking burnt orange? I don't think at any point in our interview did we say the word burnt. There's no all. way we talked about burnt orange. Did we did we say burnt orange? No, I I guarantee we've never said burnt orange in the entire discussion that's been going on for two years. It's literally been going on, yeah, like a year and a half. <laughs> burnt orange, <laughs> like maybe I I'd give you blue before burnt orange. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Clearly not burnt orange. Hey, at least there's something we can agree on, right? Yeah, <laughs> what it's not. She really played up the fact that we argue with each other. Well, we don't argue. We debate. We debate. We math debate. <laughs> we're we're master debaters. We're master debaters. I'd like to say so. Yeah. Yeah, we debate a lot. We debate a ton. I debate every day. Yeah, we debate can. enough. You become a master debater. <laughs> yeah. We're both we're both there. We made it plenty with each other by ourselves. We debate all the time with company. Mm-hmm. Debate all the time. Yeah. The more comfortable we get with people, the easier it is to become a master debater. You know. Yeah. You can master debate with each other. Like we're both oh. master debaters, so we're very comfortable mass master debating each other. All the time. At least once a day. Oh, yeah. 
At least once a day. Every night before we went to bed? Give me a fucking kitty cat to masturbate with. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I miss kitty cat. <laughs> I do too, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I keep meaning to bring Jeffrey up here for this podcast. Oh, Jeffers. He's just chilling downstairs. He's got a little doll bed that he sleeps in. That's cute. He's living a good life. I'm, I'm glad to hear he's being taken care of. I still give his horn a little a little smooch every now and then. <laughs> in hopes that he'll become a master debater himself. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jeffrey, our little protege, narwhal, master debater. Hi, <laughs> puppy. Dude, fucking... So, oceans, dope, right? Mm-hmm. Our planet... Wait, the movies or, like, the actual thing? Both. But, like, the movie. I'm talking about the movie. Our planet does a rendition of the high seas, which is also super cool. So, our planet's, like, a nature series as well, and they do a high seas episode, and it's sick. Dude, there's something called an oarfish. And, like, they're showing it to you on the screen, and it's, like, this big, you know? It's, like, it's like it fits in your hand. And yeah. it's, like, this long little fish thing that's, like, wiggling and shit. And then you find out it's 10 fucking meters long, bro. And this bitch is, this thing is the size of a school bus! And it's oh just, like, God. floating in the fucking, it's so crazy, dude. Poor fish, bro. I don't think you, um, I don't think you got my joke. I heard you said. When you said uh, oceans, and I was like, the movies are like the thing. I meant like oceans 11, 12, and 13. Uh, I get you in there. Nah, fuck a heist, bro. <laughs> Son of a bitch, I'm in. What about oceans 9 or whatever with all the women? <laughs> yeah, that really crashed and burned, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I didn't actually. Come on. No, I didn't see it. I'm sure it was. I, I didn't actually like the oceans that much, anyway. Oceans Eleven was fine. They got redundant. Yeah. Um. So, um, have you seen Solar Opposites? I've watched the first four. Okay, I think I'm about five in. They're pretty funny. Definitely not better than Rick and Morty. Like, I don't think yeah, it's I, even anywhere close. Well, <sighs> I know it's just getting started, but like. I really like how the whole. How there's like a completely. There's a separate storyline from the whole aliens thing. The wall? In the wall. Yeah, it's sick. The wall with all the little people is far and away the best part. Oh, yeah. It's not even close. I love yeah. it. I love it. That's amazing. It's like <laughs> taking people back to their fucking instincts. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't really like the rest of it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's that. fine. It's entertaining. Yeah, I think it's, it's like another good, it's like a stoner show. Yeah. They don't, they don't have a character like, like Rick, though, that, I mean, Rick carries Rick and Morty. He's yeah. Corvo is the same voice as Rick, but he's I know, yeah, that's pretty obvious. But he's 
he's not he's as not, cool. He's not Rick, that's for sure. No. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a good... I don't know why they came out with another one. Like, in the midst of all the Rick and... I haven't seen the new Rick and Mortys. Neither. Whatever. Why not? Did you finish Love is Blind? Mm-hmm. Satisfying ending? Oh, dude, it throws you for a fucking loop, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good buddy. Oh, yeah, buddy. Yeah, hey, I'm just saying... The first, like, <laughs> 10 episodes, not worth it. <laughs> but then you get all the build-up to, like, the 11th episode or whatever when they're having their weddings. <laughs> like, bro, these people, like, have a wedding. There's, like, all this build-up. They get all looking nice. They got their parents involved and shit. And they get up on stage. They got some random-ass priest who's saying, like, he talks, like, in, his, in this, like, little speech before he marries these people, he's like, well, now is the time to find out if love is truly blind or will you walk away <laughs> and never talk to each other ever again? This is like a wedding and it sounds like a fucking sports cast of like a fucking event. And then these people get on stage and they're like, and one of them will be like, I do. And like say these cheesy ass vows. Like, I never thought that I loved anybody until I met you through a wall. We formed this emotional connection and it was amazing. And the other person's like, I do not. And you're like, oh, shit. Oh, like in front of like all their relatives and like on TV, like they're just basically going up on stage for a wedding and you're like, I do not. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. So, like, that part was super intense, but, like, the rest of the fucking nine episodes building up to it were, like, Wait, so they don't, do, they don't see each other until they're literally standing at the altar? No, so they don't see each other until they propose. So they uh, propose after, like, they go on four dates with each other, and they're like, oh, my God, I am so in love with you. Will you marry me, Jessica? And Jessica's like, oh, my God, I would love to marry you. So they marry each other, and then they see each other in person. They get to propose in real life. Like, oh, my God, you're, you're so much prettier than I imagined, Jessica. Let me marry you. So they marry each other. They propose in person. Then they go on this, like, couples retreat to fucking Mexico. And everything is perfect because they don't have their cell phones with them, and they're in a fucking resort. It's, like, all-inclusive in Mexico. Like, oh, my God, we're riding horses on the beach. Oh my god, we're going sailing. I love you so much. And then they like go back to the real world and they start to see each other's like where they their houses and shit and like where they live. And like, oh my god, like you have four color, you have four shades of brown on your bed. I don't love you anymore. Like, no, I still love you, Jessica. I just want to marry you. And then they meet each other's parents, like, oh my god, we get along so well. And then they go to a fucking wedding. I do, I do not. Nah. <laughs> it's crazy it's cr like they get up on stage and tell someone like I love you but I can't marry you <laughs> it's like oh oh my heart's torn in two kind of fucked up it's super fucked up <laughs> that's why it's worth watching because of the drama but like shit I basically just gave you the whole show so
<laughs> I was never, ever, ever in a million years going to watch it. So you're fine. <laughs> Love is blind. Um, did you watch Survivor? No. Dude, my uh, teacher from high school was on Survivor. Really? Jamal Crawford. Interesting. I hate I hate on reality TV a lot, but I've watched a couple episodes from this past season of Survivor, which is all previous winners from previous seasons. And that shit's like awesome. Really? It's awesome. Why? It's just like so unique in that like they're voting each other off and there's like all of this so like there's the physical aspect where you have to like do challenges and stuff um but there's like this really interesting social dynamic where you're like there's backstabbing and there's like people voting saying they're gonna vote for one person and then they don't vote for another person and you're like they're always trying to say the right thing and like spying on each other and all trapped in this fucking island (laughs) <laughs> and it's real like it's actually real that sounds like, kind of cool like the people who are on this island for like 40 days get they lose like 40 pounds because they just don't have a lot of food to eat that's kind of crazy they're literally starving it's insane but like they also have to work together to survive on this island but they at the same time they're trying to vote each other off i don't know it's a pretty bad description of survivor but like that sounds about right have you, ever seen, have you ever seen Golden Balls? No. Sounds cool. You know what the you know what the prisoner's dilemma is? Yeah. So like prisoner's dilemma is basically you take two yeah, prisoners yeah. You take two prisoners into being questioned. I know you know, but this is for everybody who doesn't know. I know. You take two prisoners into like being questioned. And they basically have two options, right? So they can either rat the other person out. Or they can say we're both innocent, okay? Um, and so... Oh, the golden ball. Yes, yes, yes. I have seen the golden ball. The golden ball is basically... And so if the prisoners... If the prisoner rats the other one out, okay? And say both prisoners rat each other out, they only get three years in jail. If both of them are found to be guilty, they get five years in jail. If only one of them rats the other one out, then they get to go free and the other one gets to go to jail for like 10 years or something, right? So it's in your best interest to work together because then you each say, all right, I said three years before. If you work together and you both don't say anything, you each get one year in prison, right? Um, but if you both write each other out, you each get five years in prison. Um, and if, if it's only one way, one person gets to go free and the other person gets five years in prison. So like, it's your best chance to just, not say anything so they take this and they gamify this fucking scenario where these people work together for like a whole game show right it's like 40 minutes of fucking television and they're working together and they're making money they're making money okay and say they accumulate like thirty thousand dollars at the end of this right so they can either they have they have two choices one choice is to keep and one choice is to share okay And so if they both share, then they get to split the pot half and half. So they have $30,000, they each get $15,000. And so they don't get to talk to each other. Oh, they actually, sorry, they do get to talk to each other and then they lock in their decisions and they reveal both decisions. So if they decide to share, they each get $15,000. 
if both of them decide to keep, then they get zero money. And if one person decides to keep and the other one says share, the person that says keep gets all the money. So it's in their best interest to both say share. And like they turn this into this fucking game is absolutely insane, dude. Just like watch like the fucking highlights of the final round and you'll get this like little girl named Samantha who's up with this fucking like large dude named like Joseph or something. This girl Samantha's like, Joseph, like I don't like I promise you I'm gonna share. Like I promise you I'm gonna share. Yeah, like, like I there's no way I'm not gonna share. I'm gonna share. They'll say anything. They'll yeah, literally like, like on my mother's grave. Like, yeah. And Joseph's like sitting there, he's like, okay, like we're gonna share, right? And she just yeah, we're gonna share. And Joseph's like, oh, we're gonna share, right? And then Joseph gets fucking duped into sharing. And Samantha's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And she gets to keep all thirty thousand dollars. Like people backstab the fuck out of each other on the fuck out game, of each other. dude. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Um yeah, anyways, that's like No, so- I think the other aspect of that game is they like do I, I know I've only seen the highlights too, but I think I've like read or heard about it. They like do activities together to try to earn money together together so like the final pot isn't always thirty thousand dollars it could be like however much money they earn like working together to like do exactly they already have this trust like built between them yeah it's the backs when they backstab one another it's so painful it's so painful it's so painful it's always that person that's like I'm not gonna do it. I swear to God. So like, yeah, you are, a bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck would you do that? Like, you went through all this work to get all this money together, and like, fifteen thousand dollars is so much money. Just take the money. Like, yeah. what is thirty thousand? Like, just do it, dude. In this fucking, I watched. I listened to a podcast about this guy, and he he's a psychology professor at like Columbia or something, and he's been watching this show for a long time. And he knew the psychology behind it, right? So, like, if both people are saying, like, oh, my God, let's share, let's share, let's share, both people usually end up keeping. And so his argument, so he went on this fucking show and was, like, from, like, the last round, he was, like, I'm going to keep. Yeah, just say He's, like, I'm going to keep it. If you do share, as soon as we step foot out of the studio, I will give you half of the money. But, like, I'm going to keep it. And they fucking debated for, like, literally an hour and a half and he was like like i'm not changing my mind i'm gonna keep this entire thing unless like until you put share down i'm gonna keep it we got hello is it david i don't know it was albert bell um and so i want jane's computer and so this dude's like i'm gonna keep it and then he basically forces this other person to the share perspective. They both flip over their balls and he said share too. So they get the fucking. Yeah. Screen. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. dude. It's like, if you say you're going to keep it, why would the other person also say keep? Exactly. Yeah. There's literally no, like, there's no reason. Yeah. He just like reverse psychology the fuck out of this dude. It was so cool. It was so cool. It makes yeah. sense. That makes it the makes most so sense. So much sense. Yeah. Makes so much sense. That's how you beat the fucking game. Right? Yeah. So cool. Love it. Love it. Live, laugh, love, baby. Is there a countdown on your thing yet? No. 
Maybe with only two of us, it doesn't ever end. What time do we start? Like 10. Yeah, it's been 40 minutes. It's been 40 minutes. Probably give it to an hour, then I'm trying to go entertain these ladies. No, that's fine. I mean, do we have anything else we want to talk about? I did want to mention when I brought up ants. Um, Dude, ants. I read a fact today. You can control any animal in the entire animal it's kingdom. Ants. It's ants, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, like 5 million percent ants. I can't find this fact. But anyway, it said between 15 and 20% of all terrestrial like life forms, like basically anything that breathes oxygen, yeah. ants make up 15 to 20% of that, of every creature that lives on land. That is so fucked. 15 to 20%. There's like 50 trillion ants on earth. Yeah, dude, the stat that's always fucked me up is like if you weighed out all the ants and you weighed out all the humans, like ants are like literally five times as heavy as humans. Yeah, yes. Yeah. There, there are so many, so many ants. Like I that's honestly crazy. think if they like became sentient or like organized themselves enough, they could take us over. For sure, dude. Especially because they're selfless, bro. Like they're so strong, they can lift like fifty times their body weight. Yeah, and like they work for a single purpose, which is like it's, for it, the purpose of the group. It's perfect ideal fascism. The ants. Yeah. It's literally like, dude, like fucking honeybees, bro. Like they'll go sting something and die for the sake of a fucking clan yeah and just because just because i wanted to like poke a bush and they'll sting me like suicide yeah Yeah. so cool fuck off that hurt that's fucking communism at at its best communism at its best right there ants and bees gotta figure it out we are a pro i take i take honestly honestly I'd take bees over ants. I disagree. Actually, bees, I disagree. Are, bees are endangered, bro. Yeah, I would disagree too. Actually, because like ants can still fucking infiltrate beehives. Like bees can fly and all, but like ants while the bees are sleeping, bro, is coming near more. There's ants that can fly too. Shit. Those are termites, bro. Yeah, you might be right. Dude, watch this fucking high seas thing. Squid are basically replacing fish in the ocean. Really? Yeah, because like overfishing is happening and squid are basically much more resilient than fish and can live not only like five times during this podcast, by the way. Say what? You've put your hair in a bun like five different times during this podcast. I know, because I keep finding tangles in my hair, and then I fix the tangle, and I have to put it back up again. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just... That's okay. Um, No, but squid are much more resilient, and so, like, the squid are taking over. It's wild. Like, giant squids? No, like, little tiny squids, but they fucking swim in little 
flocks or gaggles or whatever the fuck they call them. <laughs> like the ones that come out of the sky in um, Watchmen? Pretty much. God, what a good show that was, huh? Good show. I hope they make it second season. They're not going to. They already said. Oh, really? Yeah. But like, I, I mean, like, dude, it ended, it was such a good, se- like, a fucking great. one season thing. Like, why yeah. would you even try to? Yeah. Fair. It's like Westworld. Like, why are you still going? There's, we're halfway there. We're halfway done with Westworld. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like yeah, we're only halfway done, bro. The world is ending. Yeah, but you know they're gonna they're gonna spend like a whole fucking season on the fucking Valley Beyond. Yeah, they have to. Where like they talk about because there's no way all the people that live there they're gonna form their own fucking yeah. political ideologies and fucking like. There's no such thing as a utopia. That's that's what they're gonna get at next season. They're gonna be like utopias don't exist. Exactly. Like, because it's supposed to be a perfect utopia, but it's going to fucking, shit's going to hit the fan. You know that. Yeah. So, like, they're going to be there, and Bernard's going to fucking show up and be like, oh, my God, this is no different than fucking the real world. Season five's going to be like, they're trying to figure it out. And then season six is going to be like, we've kind of figured it out. How do we mix these two together? Like, one versus the other. and Yeah everyone's gonna die i feel like everyone's gonna die at the end of this fucking series there's no other way to do it i hope dude. i had a dream i had a crazy dream that i was watching the last episode of westworld and dolores's care or all of the bots the the world ended okay so like they nuked everything or something and all and including the bots but all of their like code and their cores and whatever got like brought back and redistributed on a different planet that was run by other like alien like sentient beings who were using the bots to try to take over other planets and then it gets better and then dolores's character like went off the rails again and like ended up getting re like sucked back into another um world or like simulation or something and it was her and then her partner was just three bees she had like three little bees that were her and they just like followed her around and they were like partners almost like partners in crime Granted, this is a dream. This is not an actual idea I had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just Dolores and, like, this group of three bees, like, run around, and they get out of their own simulation slash world and then try to take over the other, like, alien planet world that had been developing them to take over other worlds. And it's just Dolores and her three bees versus all these other fucking people. It was wild. I don't remember. I think I woke up. Pretty intense dream, buddy. Yeah. Oh, damn. That's cool. That's super cool. Talk to Westworld, buddy. Yeah. Be like, hey, listen, listen to this fucking idea I got. These bees. There's these three bees. They're always in a perfect equilateral triangle, just kind of fucking 
<laughs> floating around next to Dolores. And they just fucking thin people. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. As much as they want. <laughs> anyway, you have fun dreams. You have any fun dreams in quarantine? I feel like I've had a lot of fun dreams. I've had some. I've had a lot of like erotic dreams. <laughs> it's the least surprising thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm being honest. Yeah, it's weird. I'm not gonna talk about that on a pod, just in case. Probably, probably not. Yeah. That's cool. Big hints. Yeah. I never have erotic dreams. I know, I'm sorry. It's always like right before it's about to happen that I wake up. Or it's other people having sex and I'm not. It's too bad. I know. It's probably got some psychological shit to do with it, but th- this isn't a therapy podcast yet. Yeah, you should go to a fucking psychoanalyst and have them, <gasps> have them analyze that dream, buddy. Yeah, maybe I'll just... I'll start writing down my dreams because I lose my teeth in dreams a lot too. I also think that's a psycho thing. It's like a Freud thing. For sure. Dude, everything's a Freud thing. Also, like, you can literally go get your PhD in psychoanalysis, which a big part of that is fucking dream interpretation. How crazy is that? I think that's awesome. You have a PhD and one of your qualifications is interpreting people's dreams. That's some, like, straight out of a fucking children's book type shit, dude. Dude, Inception's gonna be a thing one of these days. I know. It's been my goal for as long as I can remember. Granted, it's not a realistic one right now, but to to just create a device that you, like, a scanner, a brain scanner that you just, like, put in your ear or some shit like that, and it just records your dreams. Yeah. And then you could just upload that to a screen and watch your dreams back. I've been thinking about that for a while too, but like I'm sure a lot of people do. We don't even know like you can map things to like a certain part of the brain, but like you can't tell what because everybody's brain is different too. I know, I know. It's simpler in concept than it is in so impossible. Yeah. But like sounds so cool. Sounds so cool. Give me some, I want to watch, rewatch my dreams. Can you imagine putting on a VR headset and like experiencing someone's dream? Right? How amazing would that be? It'd be so cool. Dreams are wild. Yeah, I meant to send you this video. They created a fucking, like a, a device that allows you to run around in fucking VR. Really? Like a? Like a, a better version of the treadmill thing that we watched. Yeah. Is it like, like it works? Yeah, like there's a of this guy doing it, and then like in the top corner, there's a video of what the VR looks like, and like basically you run, but like your feet, you're in like so you're standing in this like concave oh, yeah. device that's very slippery, I think, and then you're suspended, like you have something on your waist that like can like hold you up, and so you can lean forward in that thing and move your feet in the the concave device and it simulates like you're running yeah so it doesn't require like yeah yeah it doesn't require like treadmills for you to like run on because your feet are just sliding over the surface and it can interpret that as yeah super cool that's that's way that's a much smarter way and like outside the box way to like think to do that exactly yeah than to do fucking 
I mean, a treadmill thing is an amazing idea, but like that's so hard. But yeah, if you think about it, if you just like are on ice, like think about when you're trying to run and you're not moving, you know, like yeah, ice is the best way to simulate that in all exactly. the areas. And that's what they did basically yeah. with this dude. It was so cool. And like he could still have his, he had free range with his arms and shit. He was just suspended in this thing that was around his waist. So he could like run, lean forward, side to side. That's so cool. Oh, yeah, send me that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm sick. so excited for the VR world, dude. Oh my God. It's going to take over everything. It's going to be so dangerous. No, AR is going to take over everything, dude. AR is already getting there. I know. Pokemon Go, bro. <laughs> I love like when this first happened, the virus, people were like, this summer is the exact opposite of the Pokemon Go summer. Yeah, literally. Everyone's outside just like in mobs around one Pokemon. Literally. Quite different. Quite different. Yes, sir. Um, all right, but I'm surprised our fucking time's already passed. I know it's fast. Super fast. Um, Let's see your well, graduation. Yeah, you me and Cox need to talk. Let's go fucking camping next week. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we need to. Um, I can always cut anything after if we just want to end it. All right, so thank you for tuning in to Place We've Spooned. This has been our weekly podcast, 10 o'clock Thursdays. Please tune in next time if you want to engage with us in conversation or, you know, type away on your little keyboard. Um, We always have a good time. Stay healthy, stay strong, and stay thinking. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. How was that?